0: The holly king represents one half of the year, while the other half of the year is personified by the holly king's counterpart or adversary, the oak king. The two kings, the holly king and the oak king, battle endlessly as the seasons turn. At midsummer, the oak king is at the height of his power and strength, while the holly king is at his weakest. The holly king begins to regain his power at the autumn equinox and the tables finally turn in the Holly King's favor. The Holly King later vanquishes the Oak King at Yule. The Holly King is at the height of his power at midwinter. The statements I make on this podcast are for educational purposes only. My statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Therefore, The statements I make are not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All of the information I share is simply for informational purposes only. You should always consult with a licensed healthcare professional before you start taking a new vitamin, supplement, medicinal herb, or conventional medication. You should also get professional advice before you start a new exercise program or if you suspect that you might have a health problem. Knowledge is power. Hope you use the information I share with you to seek the best care for yourself and the people you love. Thank you for listening. American holly, Ilex opaca, and European holly, Ilex aquifolium, are the holly species that are traditionally used in Christmas decorations. The spiny green leaves and bright red berries have become one of the symbols of Christmas the history of using holly at Christmas goes back to Yule and Saturnalia. Using holly medicinally has an even longer history. Holly is in the Aquifoliaceae family of plants. American and European holly are only two of over 500 species of holly in the Ilex genus from around the world. Interestingly though, this common Christmas decoration has a long history of both practical and magical uses. Various holly leaf teas have been used around the world to stimulate the nervous system, cure toothaches, and ease the pain of childbirth. Both American and European holly Have medicinal benefits that I'm going to discuss in this episode. But don't just grab your Christmas decorations and start making medicine out of them. It is very likely that the holly you bought for Christmas decorations was covered in harmful chemicals. Make sure that you only use herbs that you know are safe for consumption, and you should never eat holly berries. Holly berries contain toxic compounds that can be deadly to humans. Do not eat holly berries. Christmas decorations are derived from a custom. Observed by the Romans. Romans sent boughs and other gifts to their friends during the festival of Saturnalia. Saturnalia was about a week before Christmas. Early Christians adopted the custom of decorating their homes with holly. European holly or Ilex aquifolium has a few other common names like Christmas holly, holy tree, and Christ's thorn. There is an old legend that declares that Holly first sprang up under the footsteps of Christ when he trod the earth. Its thorny leaves and scarlet berries, like drops of blood, have been symbolic of Jesus's suffering. This is why Holly is sometimes called Christ's thorn. It is also called Holy Tree for the same reason. The Druids believed the sun never deserted the Holly Tree, therefore it was considered sacred. For the druids of the Celtic religion, holly plants played a symbolic role in marking the winter solstice. Holly's green, white, and red colors represented protection and luck to the druids who hung holly over the doorways to their homes. Celtic people took holly into their homes in the winter to shelter elves and fairies. They made sure to remove the holly before Imbok Eve, though, because fairy folk could not live peacefully with humans after Imbolc Eve. Holly has long been associated with midwinter religious observances. The shiny green leaves and bright red berries lift the spirits and ward against depression, which is more likely to occur during the cold, dark winter months. European holly has historically been seen as a fertility symbol. Bringing holly into the house at Christmas was linked to the rebirth of the sun at the winter solstice holly was also used as a charm against witches. The wood of the European holly tree is white and dense with heavy, fine grain that is great for carving and making furniture. It produces straight shoots that make good walking sticks. The long, flexible young growth can be used for weaving baskets. The wood contains a natural waxy substance which burns well when it's green. The original Christmas Yule log might have been holly. The familiar custom of burning the Yule log dates back to earlier solstice celebrations and the tradition of bonfires. The Christmas practice calls for burning a portion of the log each evening until twelfth night, which is January 6th. The log is then placed under the bed for luck and also for protection from the household threats of lightning and, strangely enough, to protect from fire. There are a few different cultures that have beliefs based on the Yule Log. As the log burns, some people count the sparks to tell their fortunes for the new year. European holly and American holly were mentioned interchangeably in King's American dispensary in 1898 and in Remington and Wood's dispensary in 1918. American and European holly are very similar, but there are a few things about these plants that are different. American holly has dull leaves and dull berries. European holly has shiny leaves and shiny berries. American holly berries grow on solitary stalks that grow directly from the twigs of the current season's growth. European holly berries grow in clusters that grow out of the axle of the previous season's growth. The axle is the little crevice between the stalk and the branch. The lower leaves on both American and European holly have spines, but the upper leaves on European holly trees are often completely free of spines. American holly leaves are flat, so the spines stick straight out. European holly leaves tend to Curl under, tucking in the spines, which makes the leaves easier to handle. American holly leaves have spines that are firmer and more painful if they poke you. European holly leaves have spines that are softer, so they're less painful if they poke you, which is another reason European holly is easier to work with. In the US, American holly is native to the East and it's usually only found in the East. European holly is native to Europe, but it is widely established on the west coast of North America. European holly leaves were historically used to make a healing tea. European holly leaf tea was used to treat fever, rheumatism, digestive issues, hypertension, and for better arterial function and blood circulation. It was also used to help the body eliminate excess mucus and support the lungs during pleurisy. Pleurisy is inflammation of the lungs. American holly, Ilex opaca, is native to the eastern part of America and can be found in mixed woods from east Massachusetts through mid-Florida and as far west as Texas. American Holly has a long history of being used medicinally. The leaves and bark of American Holly were used by Native Americans to make healing teas in the same way Europeans were using European Holly. American Holly leaf tea was used to treat measles, colds, flu, and pneumonia. A compress was also made from holly leaf tea to treat sores and itching. The bark of American holly was used to make a tea that could treat malaria and epilepsy. Before the end of the Civil War in the United States, The Yule log was maintained as a tradition. Christmas had special meaning for enslaved people in the U.S. because December was a slow work month on the typical plantation. Christmas and Yule became the social season for enslaved people because there was very little work to be done on the plantation. The holiday lasted until the Yule log burned, which sometimes took over a week. Holly has a history of use in traditional Chinese medicine as well. Chinese holly, or Ilex cornuta, has actually been studied scientifically and proven effective for treating inflammation. The roots of Ilex pubescence are also used in traditional Chinese medicine to treat cough, asthma, and chest congestion. Chinese holly is also known by its pinyin name Mao Dong Qing. Scientific studies have linked the use of holly leaf extract to reduced levels of biomarkers for inflammation such as nitric oxide, prostaglandin, and interleukin. So this explains why holly leaf extract is useful for treating hypertension, rheumatism, and pain from inflammation. The therapeutic uses of holly include constipation, coughs, digestive disorders, dizziness, fever, heart disease, congestive heart failure, high blood pressure, rheumatoid arthritis, and jaundice. Here's how to use holly. You should never consume the berries of any holly tree or shrub. Europeans and Native Americans used holly berries in the past to induce vomiting, but this is not recommended. Holly berries can kill you. Do not consume holly berries. Holly teas are often made from the leaves and bark of both American and European holly. A WordPress blogger wrote a post about foraging for holly tea. They used European holly, Ilex aquifolium, and they decided to roast half of the leaves after drying them to see if there would be a notable difference in flavor. Here's what they found, quote, after blending I roasted half of the batch to see if there would be a difference in flavor and there is, so it is worth doing both ways. The green version tastes similar to a light green tea. It doesn't have that tan and afterkick, And the roasted version Tastes a bit like oolong, almost caramel like. American and European holly are both caffeine free but holly tea is frequently made with a few caffeinated species of holly. Yerba mate, guayusa, and yalpone are popular holly teas that naturally have caffeine. Yerba mate tends to have the strongest flavor, and for most people, the caffeine effect is also stronger. Guayusa and yalpon tend to be a little milder and tend to not make you as jittery as coffee or regular tea, but each person will experience them a little differently. I want to talk a little bit more about yerba. A mate first Ilex paraguariensis. Yerba mate is probably one of the more well-known of the few caffeinated holly plants. Yerba mate has been consumed by people native to South America for longer than recorded time. It has a full-bodied and characteristic green grassy flavor. More than 300 years ago, Jesuit missionaries noticed that some South American Indians ate a nearly all-meat diet, but the Indians didn't develop sailor sickness or scurvy. Scurvy is a disease that is caused by vitamin C deficiency. You basically get swollen, bleeding gums and Wounds that were previously healed will open back up It's pretty gross So the Jesuits noticed that despite the fact that the Native Americans ate a diet that was similar to the diet of European Mariners the European Mariners would get scurvy but the Native Americans did not so the Jesuits concluded that the Indians must be protected from scurvy by the tea they drink which was yerbamate. Yerba mate has a surprisingly large number of nutrients including Including vitamin C, several B vitamins, magnesium, calcium, iron, potassium, manganese, and zinc. yerba mate is much more nutritious than other caffeine-containing herbal beverages like coffee, tea, cola, and cocoa. Next, guayusa or ilex guayusa. Guayusa does not create viable seeds, so it has been propagated from plant cuttings for many years in the Amazon rainforest. A newly planted branch of guayusa will take about three years to mature before it is ready for harvest. Guayusa has a smooth and mild flavor, and since it does not contain tannins, the brewed leaves won't become bitter. In addition to caffeine, guayusa contains another stimulant that's also found in dark chocolate. It's called Theobromine. Last is Yaupon Ilex vomitoria. Yaupon holly is the only plant native to North America that produces caffeine in any reasonable amount. Yaupon tea is the North American cousin to yerba mate and guayusa teas. Yaupon grows naturally along the southeast border of the United States, stretching from Texas to South Carolina. According to one conspiratorial myth, Yaupon holly received the unpleasant species name of vomitoria in a bid to reduce its ability to compete with the East India Tea Company. The Latin The name Ilex vomitoria actually comes from a belief by Europeans that the plant was used to induce vomiting during ceremonies. Native Americans brewed the leaves and stems of Ilex vomitoria to create an herbal tea that had caffeine called black drink. Historically, the ceremonial consumption of yaopan tea did include vomiting, and the Europeans deduced that the yaopan tea caused the vomiting. It may have actually resulted from the large quantities of yaopan they drank combined with fat. Yalpan has a slightly different flavor profile compared to the fresh green flavors of Yerba Mate and Guayusa. It has a slight natural sweetness and a smooth flavor. The Yalpan Holly has been used for tea for thousands of years by North American native people. Holly teas are delicious brewed both hot or cold and they can be blended with fruit juice and other herbs such as peppermint, sage, or citrus peels for an endless variety of flavor combinations. For a regular cup of hot holly tea, here's what you do. Well, many people find that they like to brew holly teas a little bit longer since they don't typically get bitter like traditional black or green tea, but basically you just pour 8 ounces of hot water over 1 to 3 teaspoons of holly leaves and you let it steep for 3 to 5 minutes, then sweeten it to taste. To make a cup of holly iced tea, you want to brew a slightly stronger tea. You would brew the tea hot with a higher quantity of leaves. Basically pour 8 ounces of hot water over 3 to 4 teaspoons of leaves and steep for 3 to 5 minutes or longer if you like. Sweeten the tea while it's still hot so the sweetener dissolves. Then add a few handfuls of ice cubes or store it in the refrigerator so it cools down before you serve it with ice. Here's some basic growing information about holly. Holly is in the Aquafoliaceae family of plants, which is also known as the holly family. When it is grown among certain trees, holly has been known to reach heights of about 50 feet but generally holly trees grow to about 30 to 40 feet high and the trunk of a holly tree is usually not larger than 2 feet in diameter. The leaves have thick prickles around the edges. The leaves are thick and glossy and about two inches long and one and a quarter inch wide. They stay on the tree for several years and when they do fall off they take a long time to decay because of their leathery texture and durable fibers. Holly leaves don't have a strong smell or taste. Holly will grow in almost any soil as long as it's not too wet but holly trees will reach their largest size in rich sandy or gravelly loam with good drainage and a moderate amount of moisture at the roots. Holly trees seem to grow best when they're interspersed with oak trees holly seeds take over a year to germinate this is why the berries are usually buried in a heap of earth for a year before being planted holly is a slow grower in general but it grows more quickly after the first four or five years here's some holly magic holly is a strong protective herb offering protection against uninvited and evil spirits, poisons, short-tempered or angry elementals, thunder, and lightning. As an evergreen, Holly represents immortality and brings luck and prosperity. Holly is also associated with dream magic, clear wisdom, and courage. The Romans believed that if you planted holly near a house or farm, it would repel poison and defend the place from lightning and witchcraft. They also believed that holly flowers could make water freeze, and that if you threw a piece of holly wood near an animal, it would compel the animal to lie down near the wood. Wands made from holly wood are said to have the strength to compel. Holly wood is used for making spear shafts, so it is also associated with warrior pursuits. Holly branches shouldn't be cut. They should be pulled free, as is the custom with sacred trees. It is unlucky to burn or bury green skinned holly branches. If a holly branch from a Yule decoration is hung on the door throughout the year, it will protect the home against lightning. A holly berry carried in someone's pocket makes them more attractive to other people. If you're looking for a new relationship, maybe you should make a simple holly berry charm to carry with you. Thank you for taking some time to learn more about holly with me. The idea to do an herbalism episode on holly came to me recently when I was wondering if you could make tea out of pine needles. It sounds weird, but the answer is yes with a stipulation. Make sure the tree is pesticide free. Most Christmas trees are sprayed heavily with pesticides, so don't just grab a handful of pine needles off your Christmas tree and try to make some tea from them. John bought a Christmas tree this year that has such a beautiful scent. It is a con-color fur and has a citrus smell that makes me want to eat it. It really smells so good. Anyway, that's what made me wonder if other holiday decorations might be edible and if there might be any medicinal benefits. The next herb I want to discuss is mistletoe. Apparently, mistletoe has a long history of being used for its medicinal benefits, but some people think it's poisonous. Let's see what I find. Thank you so much for listening to Path of a Green Witch Podcast.